Hey guys, and welcome back to Macros and Mindset with Dr. Kristen and Patricia Hill. Wow. Okay, so it has been a hot minute since we have recorded. It really has. It's like, wow, it just seems like it's been forever. Um, and I know, actually, it's been like six months. It's, yeah, it's been probably six months. So I guess we should start off with a little bit of a, you know, what's been going on? Yeah. Where have you guys been? We've gotten so many messages, guys, and we just want to thank you so much for that. Um, you know, life, when are you starting again? Yeah, when are you starting again? What's another episode? Um, you know, and we do apologize that it's been so long, but just like, you know, you guys, life gets busy and hectic and crazy and it was the holidays and there's, you know, travel, travel and all that that's going on. So yeah. So what's been going on with you since we last recorded? A lot. A lot. Yeah. I know, a lot. Yeah. A lot. I mean, I had to think back because, yeah. um, I... Um, went away for a couple weeks. Mm -hmm. Did we talk about um, our trip to New York? Because that was like right around mm -hmm. the time. Did we? No, I don't think we did. No, but that's what I was going to say. Yeah, kind of starts off. This yeah, whole that kind of starts it yeah. off. Yeah. So we went to New York. We went to a media event, um, mm -hmm. which was super awesome. Um, we got to meet the producers <clears throat> of a whole bunch of top media outlets. Yeah, yeah, and it was. It was amazing. Um, a lot of new connections, a lot of growth, both personally, professionally. And then uh, we came back and actually um, when I came back from that, this, this I totally forgot about, but this mm -hmm. is starting off the news, yeah. is um, I came back, um, knew that my skin was way too clear and I should have gotten my period that weekend and I didn't. Oh, okay. So came home, mm -hmm. found out, took a pregnancy test. Mm -hmm. I was pregnant. Mm -hmm. Quickly called um, the doctor's office to get progesterone because my progesterone's always been low. Yeah. And by Friday it was of the following, yeah. yeah, I had already miscarried. Yeah. So um, that has been a huge shift because yeah. I would say since we did that, I've decided that I'm no longer going to try to yeah. get pregnant. And that's hard. And that that has kind of been a grieving process that, mm -hmm. okay, I have an amazing child and there's other things that I'm here to birth into the world that it's not another living human being. <laughs> right, right. Um, and so I have redirected my, um, I guess my journey. Your to energy. My energy. Yeah from um, trying to get pregnant to mm -hmm. I'm going to try to get skin removal surgery. Oh, wow. That's news. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was always waiting to have yeah. a second baby before yeah. having skin removal surgery. So I've been um, refocusing a lot of that energy toward, okay, when am I going to have plastics? So wow, have you. not had a consult yet. Yeah. Um, I, I'm close. I'm probably where I need to be to yeah. do that. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh I'm just going to wait a little bit longer. Yeah. And um, so I That's was... a big undertaking. There's a yep. significant recovery period for that. Yep. So. Yep. So I have not... Um, I have not made an appointment yeah. with anyone. Do you know who you're going to use? Or I, have an idea? I think so. Yeah. I have an idea. We've got some amazing... 
you know, connections. Yeah. So, yeah. so I, I, I yeah. have my eye on a couple of people. Yeah. You know? We know some people. We know some people. So I have my eye on that. I yeah. know, I pretty much know what I want to get done. It's funny, mm. my mom even asked me this morning. She was like, if you could have this or this, what would you choose? And, um, you know, it was, a, it's a very clear answer yeah. to me, you know, what, you what, what I want to get done. And I may need to have more than one round and yeah. that's okay. Um, you know, I see, I know if I do this in which there's like a 99% chance I won't, but I know if I did and I had to have multiples, I would do one and never do another one because I'm just, mm. I'm not a good patient. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm shocked. I did bariatric surgery to be honest. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah. Really shocked. So, cause I, I, I have a morbid fear of needles. Oh. I, I don't, oh yeah, it's terrible. Like, yeah. I mean, I was telling Kristen before we started, um, recording that, you know, I had an issue with my knee this past weekend and my biggest fear, I mean, I like, like broke down in like sobbing tears was that I was going to have to have like a cortisone shot or, you know, have surgery on my knee and oh, that's... just like terrified. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not scared of needles I actually um well I'll share I'll share that in a little bit which it did involve a needle um but so then I went to Hawaii for a talk mm -hmm. I gave it a hospital um to oh a that's right nurses. you did go to Hawaii yeah, yeah I yeah. forgot about that so over Thanksgiving yep yeah yep yep and um then came back and I mean, I guess it's not necessarily linear, right? So this whole yeah. this whole process, um, we had the holidays, the new year, and then mm. I got a an amazing phone call that was a follow up from yeah. our media, media event, mm -hmm. and I was asked to be um, a guest on the Doctor's TV show. Yep. And so that aired. I had to like be quiet about that for like a whole month. It that was, was y'all. It was so hard. <laughs> it was so hard. Patricia's yeah. like, I think we should post this, and I'm like, No, they told me I can't say anything. Uh, she she could have done some teasers. And and so I was like terrified, you know. Um, but then that aired. It's aired twice. Yeah. It's yeah. aired twice. Um, and you can just if anybody's looking for it. I know it's on my Instagram at Bariatric Mindset, and it's on my Facebook page at Bariatric Mindset, but then you, you can look Googled. up Doctors TV. It's in parts, though. So yeah. it was a 10-minute, 40-second segment. That is segment. crazy that you got 10 minutes And um, I got to talk about both of my books, yeah. and I was on before as a, as a studio audience member, so that's, that's how it all got started. So that was really, really exciting and amazing um, because I got to share a lot of the work that I do in the world. And um, the other, I guess, big thing that I have done that um, I don't talk about this stuff publicly, mm -hmm. but I've done this um, like gut microbiome test. Oh yeah. And so yeah. that was another thing is I ended up having to wear a glucose monitor for mm -hmm. a couple weeks mm -hmm. and I got to see how my body reacts to certain food, and then I had to um, poop in a sack. <laughs> it's not an episode unless we talk about food. <laughs> and I mailed them. My poop went in the oh, mail. God. <laughs> I mailed my TMI, TMI. poop somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> and they told me, you know, the 
the depth and breadth Analysis. of my gut microbiome. Yeah, yeah. Like how many species of um, probiotics. And yeah, yeah, and all of that. Yeah. And I'm, um, and so I'm on this eat more plants. You know, right, right. I eat thir up to thirty different types of uh, fruits, veggies, lentils yeah. a week, and I think it's pretty cool. So which is cool because we're doing the the real food challenge. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So. so I um I feel like that has been um all of the like in a nutshell, I'm just wondering, is there anything else? I I think that's pretty much it. But because I but today that's for a lunch. Lot. Today for lunch we're gonna get eight or nine different I love it. Yeah. I love it. I'm doing portobello mushroom fajitas. Oh salads, yeah. bowls. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm like all about like, I think that has really helped me with my brain mm -hmm. is like, okay, how many vegetables can I get in today? How many fruit? And I've started and, and now I'm like force feeding my family. My, my son's like, what's for dessert? I'm like, pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> you know, mm. and, have you tried grilled pineapple though? Mm -mm. You should definitely. I haven't, I haven't used my grill yet this year. You should definitely try grilling it. It completely elevates the flavor. Mm -hmm. It, it like, it makes it sweeter because it brings out the natural sugars. And it definitely tastes like a dessert. Oh. It's so good. Grilled pineapple. I just mm. realized that we had to move our grill because we did some. We had some work on our house. So that's probably <laughs> the other like, where's thing. Where's my grill? Yeah. Right. So I, I'm like, where's my grill? So yeah, we got our, mm -hmm. like we had house stuff, which I don't know that anybody's interested in that. But, yeah. you know, we had a couple of rooms like renovated and um, yeah, um, I'm just like, where have, have we done anything? Have we... Oh, I know. The last time I went over to your house, it had been a while. And I was like, oh my God. Oh yeah, we did. Oh, that's right. We did a declutter yeah. last declutter. year. I don't know that we yeah. talked about it. We did a declutter. We had a, that was back in October where we had a dumpster and we decluttered and redecorated. So there's been a lot of that. And I'm just, I, I think the only other thing personally, a lot of people are asking me online, like, what are you doing? I'm yeah. not doing anything. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm strength training yeah, and that's she's, it yeah. like that, but that's I'm kind of jealous though. I mean, not gonna lie, but I'm envious. Like, I'm not jealous. I'm envious because it, I can't find that motivation and I'm working on it. Oh, but I just, I'll explain why in here just a minute, in a minute. I, so. It's not, it, it's not about it's on my calendar. I know. I it's know, on my but it's creating this. You're a different person now when it comes to exercise. Oh like, yeah, I am. The, the Kristen sitting in front of me is not the Kristen that I met four years ago. No, five years ago. Oh, but that's part of this that I think we were going to talk about anyway. Is like yeah. new life. Like I'm in a different place. She's in a completely. different place. I'm in a place. completely yeah. different place. But it's yeah. I, I I think strength training for me. Um, maybe that's another piece of this that you were mm -hmm, talking about mm -hmm. your knee. I have really bad knees. I'm go I'm a candidate for knee replacement. I'm yes, just too young. I'm sure I'm going to have to be too. So I have had to do functional strength training <clears throat> and how it's changed my body is I have lost, I've gained a lot of muscle. Yeah. And but you've lost weight as a result But I've lost that. weight yeah. as a result. And so when people are like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm like, I'm not doing anything. Like I'm yeah. not... You know, I think you are focusing more on healthy foods, though. I mean, I it's am. not that you were eating unhealthy before, but no. you've shifted. And, and we can talk about this, you know, when we get into the episode, because we've got, I think, I think it's going to be kind I of a fun one. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be a fun one coming up. But, you know, anyways, but you have shifted. You know, you've shifted some things over the past. Definitely. I... You have over the past year. You've, you've made some shifts. So 
Oh yeah. Last yeah. okay, so I stopped the the again I we've had conversations right. about this, the dairy. Yeah. Um yeah. yeah. You've stopped dairy. I mean, there's, you, you're it's not, not eating. It's not all dairy. I won't say all right. dairy, but I'm not drinking half and half or milk at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so you've, you've made some changes. Yeah. And so, you know. Yeah. But that's, that's just, I, I guess. But see, again, you're like, I didn't change anything because now it's a habit. It now is a habit. Now it's just your life. It is just my life. So she doesn't realize that she's actually made some changes. I think the this other thing is. This is where transformation is, happens. It wasn't. It, so here's the other thing that I think is is a shift for me. And maybe this will help some other people. I was not like, I am intentionally going to try to yeah. lose weight or shift right. this. It was kind of like, hey, this doesn't feel good in my body. So yeah. I'm no longer going to drink it and see how I feel. And with vegetables, it's like, ooh, I'm gonna try to get more vegetables to make my gut healthier because that's gonna reduce inflammation and I'm a nerd and I <laughs> cannot want a healthy gut yeah. microbiome. It was not to, it, it was my intention, and maybe I guess it was like, oh yeah, the, I'll be healthier, mm -hmm. but it wasn't like, oh, I wanna lose X or I wanna do this, right. it was more of, I want my body to function better. Right. Absolutely. And I haven't yeah. been, there had been zero fights with the scale. Yeah. Because I mean, even as you know, and bariatric patients tend to believe and in the beginning, so I will qualify that with in the beginning of your, your journey, we have limited, very, very limited space with yeah. which to get our nutrition. And we do have to focus on protein first, but we cannot neglect fruits and vegetables. Right. But as time goes on, especially after year two, you can easily get half of your food intake from fruits and vegetables and still hit your protein goals. Yep. Easily. Yep. And so, you know, I, I picked up again and have been um, revisiting Dr. Matthew Weiner's book, A Pound of Cure, and a lot I, of the things thought, that he talks about. I've not read it, and, and two people have told me this week that I should pick it up, so... Absolutely. I've I mean, not read it. It falls in line with everything that I teach. Okay. It falls in line with what you're doing. It's like, eat a pound of vegetables a day. So, I, so I've read yeah. the book by osmosis is what yes, you're telling Yes, she is. She is. I mean, she, <laughs> she is, because she's doing all the things that we should do. I mean, you know, and, and he, you know, he's a, a bariatric surgeon, mm -hmm. so he still talks about how we still have to have our protein after surgery, but, you know, we need so many more fruits and vegetables. Yeah. And, and for good reason. So, you know, everything that you're doing falls right in line mm -hmm. with, with health and nutrition. You know, she's not depending on protein shakes. Mm -hmm. She's not depending on, you know, it's like... And that's one of those things, and again, we'll talk about it later, of like I beat my head against the wall on these people who are three, four, five years out, and it's like, oh my God, I still drink three protein shakes a day, and I'm like, what are you doing? I have used yeah. your protein powder mm -hmm. in a cinnamon roll overnight oats. Mm -hmm. That is the only time I've used protein powder in the last eight to 12 weeks. Yeah. Was the time that I made that, yeah. and then it's like, I go through phases. Yeah. I mean, like I That's only it. use it in protein balls or in yep. overnight oats or like one, like you yep. said, one of the oatmeal bakes. That's the only time I use it. I don't drink protein shakes. No. You know, and I get, I eat real fruits and vegetables. So yeah. anyways. So, okay, so that's, does that kind of bring you up to date? That's yeah, like... I know we rabbit holed, but hello. No, <laughs> we're back. It's we're like, back. oh my God, we we're can rabbit hole. That's, so, that's yeah. pretty much it. But I okay. think the other, yeah, that, that thing to address, because I've gotten several private messages from people that are like, I've noticed this. And mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'm 
eating real food and I'm working out, that's it. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Real food. Oh my God, real food. Real food. That's real it. Food. Yeah. Like, I'm not... Um, and I had to give up um, because I was doing a milk-based... You didn't have to give up. You chose to give up. No, I had to for my health because it, it wasn't feeling good in my right, body. Right, but I'm saying oh. it was still a choice. Yeah, it's it was not a choice. like somebody said, you must, you no, cannot. No, no, no. Nobody, you know. nobody forced me. Right. I'm sorry. L language. Yeah. So, so I was using a, and it was interesting because I thought it was whey isolate, but it was mm -hmm. like one of those like triple A mm -hmm. milk mm -hmm. alternative, yeah. blah, blah, blah proteins. And I was using that in my coffee mm -hmm. a lot of times. Yeah. And I thought, oh, well, this has like 20 or 30 grams of protein. I'll be mm -hmm. fine. And it, well. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. had to give it up. And yeah. I, when I say I had to, for my health, I chose to. And I said, this just doesn't it's feel not, good anymore. Right. And when I did that, it was like. It's not like, getting you where you want to be. It was, it's not but it wasn't, serving your needs. It wasn't serving mm -hmm. my needs. Mm -hmm. But the other thing that was an aha moment to me was it wasn't about I'm going to not have this so I can lose weight because mm -hmm. it was never about that. Right. It was, this doesn't feel good anymore. Yeah. It's right. It doesn't feel as healthy as you want to feel. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I love it. And it's, I'll tell you this because I know this is, mm -hmm. but I have since tried to put. You can't do it now. Creamer back in my, I can't. Uh -huh. Yeah. I just can't. It's, it's so I gave so up coffee weird. creamer years ago and I, I don't use any, I can't drink. I mean, if I do like a, and I'm using air quotes, a little, like a dessert coffee, I, yeah, I just, it's very seldom and it's like a decaf something in the evening, like I'll make I, a cappuccino or something, but I just, and then I don't use real milk. I use like almond milk or three oat weeks milk ago, or soy milk. I went to Starbucks mm -hmm. and I got a cappuccino with soy because mm -hmm. that's what my alternative is because yeah. I don't like almond oat has too much sugar mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and milk it does not feel good right. in my body right. like right. I, that's it yeah. so I did soy and it just didn't taste right and I drank half of it and mm -hmm. then I was like great I just wasted 250 250 where'd you get a starbucks for 250 no yeah. no no if you drink half, oh you drink half it's 250 <laughs> oh that's so funny i'm like what i want to go to that starbucks uh, i don't yeah. even like starbucks so sorry starbucks yeah no it was just and then i was like Wah. so yeah. i haven't gone back yeah wow hey good for you all that save the money save the money hmm. okay so what's me. going on with you all right wow okay so let's go back talk to her okay well the new york event kind of kicked the, that off and yep. that was amazing um, you know, lots of great connections, um, came home and then had a few weeks of some family tragedy. Um, yeah. That's so, right. And uh, yeah, you know about this. So, um, I don't want to go into super great detail, but my 18 year old nephew, um, went missing and in the North Georgia mountains. He was an avid hiker. Um, he left his college campus dorm room and vanished. And so we spent um, the next week, I was literally like staying up in the mountains helping my family search. Mm -hmm. And sadly we did find him um, and you know, he had taken his life. Mm -hmm. And so the trauma from that 
um, was, as you might imagine, horrific. Yeah. Um, not only helping my, my sister, but my and daughters. And this was right before Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. Um, but helping my, you know, my family, my parents who were, they were, you know, we're all very close. And um, my youngest daughter was the last family member to talk to him. Oh, gosh. Um, and she's in Texas, so that was really, really hard for her, obviously. So we flew her out here to Georgia, and, you know, it, it just, it was, and still continues to be a, a very, very difficult part of our life. Um, as a matter of fact, yesterday, um, and, and we're actually recording this at the end of April 2022, um, my oldest daughter and I spoke at a memorial service at his university. Um, and he didn't for the family. Any? No, he left. No, 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 nothing. Yeah. Um, you know, we've as a family, we've pieced some things together, made some conclusions. Yeah. And so, you know, we we still don't understand, but we have a little bit more knowledge about what happened. Um, but you know, as a result, um, you know, my adult life, I have suffered greatly with depression and anxiety mm -hmm. and so therefore found myself <clears throat> we need to do struggling an on that, yeah. yeah struggling with that again um yeah definitely we need to do an episode um probably the next one yeah. <laughs> um but you know so it brought back a a flood of horrific anxiety and depression for me mm -hmm. which you know i don't know how many of you do suffer and i do know it's quite a few of you because the statistics show that you know, bariatric patients have a disproportionately high number of those who suffer from depression, but... Um, well, and it's also because there's a high correlation between obesity and mental health issues. Right, right. So, anyway, so I've been dealing with that. Um, you know, I, the family, for the first time in my entire life, this was the first year we didn't all celebrate together. Yeah. Um, felt very, very disjointed. Um, and so I tried to focus on my new blended family, you know, with Chris and his boys and, you know, my two girls. It was the first time we had had a whole, yeah. you know, Christmas together. And, um, and it was, it was fun. And then a couple days after Christmas, one of <laughs> the boys said, oh, guess what? My roommate has COVID. And <gasps> our whole family got hit. Yeah. So, um, oh, that's right. so then, again. yeah, again, so this is like the third time for me. Um, you know, the symptoms were not terrible. Um, Chris didn't almost die this time. Like he did last time. Oh <laughs> last gosh. time he almost died. Yeah. I remember that. So a year ago in, in November, yeah, he literally was in the ICU on death's door not, or doorstep. But, um, so that was super fun. Um, don't go dark on us, Patricia. I know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> let's just, let's bring things down a little bit, you know? Okay. So this is, it's real life. I, it is real you know? life. It is real and, life. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, you know, I talk about my, my favorite quote, you know, quote is, you know, and I, I can't read it from here. I'll, I'll pull it up, but it's like, you know, I, I just, things are going to happen and you just, you pivot, you, you change directions and you keep going and that's mm -hmm. what I've done. Um, you know, I, I have my business to run, mm -hmm. I have my, my clients, I have my family, I have my health. Um, like it, there's so much to be grateful for. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's, yeah. I will say though, when, when struggling with depression, um, 
we do need to validate all of the things that are happening. And I'm sure that we will talk about this more in another episode that's more focused on depression. Um, and because we don't want to minimize um, the feelings that are coming up, the grief, the sadness, the frustration, and all of that, because what can happen to people is if somebody's like, you know what, just be grateful. Look at all the things that you have. And um, I even had a client earlier this week that said, you know, but so many people are worse off than me. And yeah. I'm like, no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. Do not don't, minimize. Yeah, don't minimize it. What yeah. you're, what you've gone through, no. what you're going through. Yeah. Like you we, have to own it. We have to own right. it. We have to validate yep. it. We have to understand, like, yeah. hey, this is tough. Yep. Um, because. It is important that we address it, that yeah. we acknowledge it. And yes, can you practice gratitude? But gratitude isn't isn't meant to gloss over Correct. the the struggle. Like we've we've got to acknowledge the struggle and yeah. and kind of I, I like lean into it, face into it, yep. because that's how we're gonna get through it. And I don't know that this is the first, but the only way out is through. Is through. Yeah. You know, your Absolutely. first like quote thingy. Like yeah. the only way yeah. out is through. Like yeah. we cannot avoid, escape, numb our way through or past right. situations. Like the only way out is through. Is we to have go to through go them. through. Yep. Them. Exactly. So anyway, so we got through that. Yeah. <laughs> through that. Um and then yeah. I got an amazing call. Um, yeah. which was super exciting. And so I'll shift to things now. <laughs> and for those of you that have followed, you've probably seen. Um, but I got a call from Dr. Proctor yeah. of Beltline um, Health, who is the surgeon on multiple um, TLC shows. And the latest is the show Too Large on TLC. Yeah. And so he asked if... He goes, so I did a thing. I volunteered you for the <laughs> TV show. Um, so I'm on three episodes um, for the fall. That's so and awesome. And there's talk of a few more coming up because they're still recording. Yeah. Um, so I get to be on the TV show, Too Large. And, um, and as a result, and again, I'm not sure how much we've talked about this, but I have partnered with Beltline Health. And that's not as a result. I had actually part with, partnered with them before this, but um, I've partnered with Beltline Health. And so I am their resident health coach and will be working with all the Beltline I Health love that. patients. I know. So awesome. Um, and as a result, through me, they'll be working with Dr. Kristen and with Natalie Heckert. Um, and so I've stepped into that big role and that's super exciting. Um, so yeah, so TV, um, TV suits us. I know <laughs> we love the screen. Um, so, and obviously looking for more opportunities to do things like this, because I think, you know, the one thing we both realized is like, holy cow, this is fun. Yeah, it's, it's fun. Like, it is so fun. I mean, there's this nervous, like, you're like, oh my God, I'm going to be on TV. Um, but once things start going, it's like, oh my gosh. But I'll tell you guys, this you know, doing these episodes, and if you're not familiar with the show, um, the show is they follow the life and the journey of a, you know, a, a set number of extremely obese patients through their journey to health mm -hmm. um, and what they do. And y'all, I'm just going to say this was some of the hardest work emotionally that I've ever done. Um, I literally cried for 20 minutes after one of the episodes that I filmed, you know, once I got back to my car. 
um, it, just my heart was breaking for these people. And, you know, so to have the opportunity to work with them and to, you know, impact their life in a positive way and to hopefully help them change their yeah. life is huge. And, and I just, I took it as such an enormous responsibility mm -hmm. and, and just, uh, yeah. So anyways, but that was, so that's, that's happening. And yours, um, yours hasn't aired yet. Um, no, it, yeah, it'll so, air in October, November, somewhere yeah, in there. Yeah. And you'll, you guys, will, you'll get sick of seeing <laughs> the posts. <laughs> but no, but I, I've yeah. had, you know, because mine has aired, I've had people mm. reach out and say, oh my gosh, thank you for this. Yeah. Or thanks for, um, for this insight. So I think you're going to get the same because mm -hmm. um, mm. there's so much education yeah. that isn't out there yeah and and i i take that part of my job very seriously yes i coach people yeah. but i feel like the education piece um there's so much misinformation out there well, and that's what i was just gonna say is you know guys there's tons of information <laughs> tons of it i mean there's a bazillion facebook groups but how many of them oh, i mean gosh you know what lens are you looking at these groups through you know are you you know, they, as, as an educator, one of the things that I had to do in my career was to teach kids how to, to validate and how to discern yeah. the validity of something oh, yeah. or, you know, the, the quality of information. <clears throat> how many of us do that now? Or do we just jump into these bariatric groups and if we ask a question, we're going to get... 50 different answers and guys I'm here to tell you probably more than half of the answers we get are so wrong because it's just random people telling you what worked for them or didn't work for them but that's not the healthiest so oh I've you know yeah I've seen where like I can't go mm -hmm. into those groups mm -hmm. I just I'm not the food police, but I will tell you, like... Oh, I'm not food when, police either, when, but oh my God. When people post, oh, I eat fast food three times a day, and I just yeah. had two Reese eggs. I'm like, <gasps> like, yeah. uh, okay. I have hash browns every morning. What? <laughs> oh my God, that's not healthy. You know, I, I just, oh. You know, and I'm not saying we have to avoid food, you know, all food or any no. food. But it's just, I didn't surgically alter my body to put crap in it and to, you know, anyways, so I didn't, no, 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 anyway, I, so, I, so I think we'll, you're, I think you're on to that yeah. and that's, that's huge because if we are still living the same lifestyle post-operatively yeah. that we were pre-operatively, don't say too much, don't say too much. <laughs> We I'm haven't just, introduced the episode yet. Oh! <laughs> <clears throat> I'm like, what are we talking about? <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, hang on, hang on, hang on. So she just teased you into okay. part of what we're talking about. <laughs> I'm just going to sit over here and play with my hair. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so... going to look cute over here. Yeah. <laughs> she does look beautiful, by the way, today. She's all pretty. Um, and so, you know, just to kind of wrap up where... I have been. Um, so dealing with all that, still dealing with the Lucas after, and yeah. the aftermath of that and helping my family. Um, <clears throat> you know, my own, 
you know, just trying to take care of my own health, which is hard when you're hit with depression again. Oh, yeah. Um, and so, you know, getting back to prioritizing my health, you know, the health of the food that I'm eating here. And it's not that I went completely rogue, but, you know, you can only deal with so much. Oh, gosh. And, we can you know, we're human. Deal with so, much. Um, so I feel really good about that. Um, you know, we're doing a real food challenge in my group, which mm-hmm. I'm super excited about. Got a lot more buy in than I thought. Um, but it's a week of eating no processed foods. Now I am going to allow things like canned tomatoes and canned beans because y'all. Oh, canned vegetables. I would, I would. Not all canned vegetables though, but beans are a pain in the ass to make from, from scratch. Like garbanzo beans and pinto beans and black beans. So we're going to, we're going to use canned, but we're going to rinse them first. Yeah. You know, um, but other than that, no processed things. Very little dairy. I mean, we'll do some dairy, we'll do some yogurt, we'll do some things like that, but we're gonna keep that at a minimum. And everything else needs to pretty much look like it came from a farm. So, you know, yeah, (laughs) Um, So I'm real excited about that. Got a lot, you know, a lot going on with that. So I've made a lot of healthy choices, you know, and a lot of of shifts and I, it feels good. It feels good to, to get back to that and to, to kind of close the door on that phase of, of my life. And it's, it's not ever going to go away. No. And I know I will have relapses, you know, something will happen and I will relapse back into that, that, you know, those emotions. And I am still in the grieving process. And I was actually talking to Chris about this yesterday and there's, you know, there's days that I'm angry. There's days that I'm, you know, in disbelief there's days that i'm incredibly sad there's days that i have nothing but great memories and you know so yeah and and but i i'm just i was i'm surprised at how much i think about it i cannot imagine what my family's going through um you know if i think about it as much as i do i i just i can't imagine what they are going through i mean i remember when it happened like i I, it wasn't, you know, it didn't happen in my family, yeah. but it made me hug my kid a little more oh, yeah. and, yeah. um, you know, there, there are different conversations yeah. that we have, you know, he's still in elementary school about, okay, what does middle school look like? What is bullying? Yeah. And just because there is so much out there in the world with regards to, we live our lives very much online and bullying happens online and not trying to go and veer in a different direction. But when it comes to mental health and wellness and all of those things and friendships and kids, and I think there's a lot, um, that can impact mental health and how people respond and react to situations and I think that's the piece that is so important for us to address is is to recognize to hold on to hug our loved ones a little bit tighter um because I've seen and heard you know car accidents and crazy yeah it's yeah you know you never miss an opportunity to say exactly so this mindfulness of being in the present and i'm sure that my family thinks i'm crazy because like i kiss them whenever they leave the house to go right anywhere yeah and like my husband's like i'm dropping him off at school like i'll be back in 10 minutes and i'm like i love you right and he's like never know he's like i'm going down the street Mm -hmm. but it's 
those are the things that I take very seriously. Yep. Um, and so, yeah. you know, if I'm, if I'm crazy, I'm crazy. So what? <laughs> I don't mind being crazy. <laughs> I don't care. I mean, if that's the kind of crazy I am, like, I'll I, own it. Yeah, I'm exactly. It. Exactly. So anyways, but that, that kind of catches you up with, with me. Mine is not nearly as exciting as, as Christian's. I know, you, had, you didn't have, yeah, you had some things too. So, all right. So today's episode. There you go. Okay. Yeah, it's going. Okay, so we're back. Um, okay. So yeah, so for today's episode dun, is, dun, dun, dun. let me say it louder for the back of the room. Guys, there are so many things that Kristen and I talk about that are things that we say all the time, like over and over and over. And it's like, you know, it's quotes, I, metaphors, colloquialisms, right. like and, or even phrases. Just, yeah, even just things that are like, oh, for the love of all that is holy, <laughs> if I have to say this one more time, I'm going to, you know. It, it, it's just like those things that are a constant. And so we kind of, we talked before the episode, before we started recording of, you know, what are some of the things that we really want to get out there? You know, those things that it's like, oh my gosh, are you serious? So... One of the ones that I'm going to start off with is, you know, I didn't surgically alter my body for the rest mm -hmm. of my life mm -hmm. to be unhealthy. And the reason that this is kind of that, you know, I, I want to say it again so everybody hears it, is, you know, you underwent surgery. Why on earth would you choose to put unhealthy items in your body after your surgery? to become a healthier person. Ooh, ooh, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I mean, because I think, to your point, mm -hmm. but to where other people are, mm -hmm. the reason that people would surgically alter their body and still eat crap is because they haven't had that I don't know, come to Jesus moment or whatever. Yeah. They haven't had this awakening mm -hmm. of, or an, a deeper understanding of the link between unhealthy food and what it does to their body. So right. there are a lot of people who had surgery to lose weight. Right. Okay. Right. We all had surgery to lose right. weight. Right. right. However, I think that there is a subset of the population that has undergone surgery to lose weight because there are there is fiction out there mm -hmm. that you will be able to eat less or the stomach will restrict you and people rely too much on dumping mm -hmm. they rely too much on their tool because mm -hmm. it's a tool right I just want to tell you that it's, yeah it's not a fix yeah and they were they rely too much on like why didn't I have dumping when I eat a half a gallon of ice cream? Okay, right. okay I'm being a little facetious. Not but really. It's like <laughs> we both have those <clears throat> conversations with clients. But it's it's I I think that that's where there there does need to be compassion for somebody who's still fighting with themselves mm -hmm. with food and the scale because they haven't had this realization that I've got to do something different. Right, and that's where that's where I think 
that's where I get so, I don't know, just, I, I don't want to say frustrated, but it's like, why don't they get this? It's like, you cannot keep doing what you've always done and expect to get a different outcome, even with the smaller stomach. You know, so just having the surgery is not, if you were eating crap and you're eating convenience foods and you're eating overly processed foods I think it'll. Surgery, I think it'll happen for a short time. Like in that honeymoon period, yeah. people, you will lose weight. Oh, sure. You will, but it will not be sustainable no. for the long term because there is that, um, I do this little hand gesture where yeah. uh, it's like you try to, the way that I think about it is either you're sticking your hand over the fire or like a little kid that's like trying to touch the burner, like, mm -hmm. am I gonna get burned, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that people push the limits of things mm -hmm. and uh, a, a half of a burger, and I'm not talking just the, the meat, I'm talking mm -hmm. like a half a burger and a couple fries turns into the whole burger and half the fry, like mm -hmm, it, it, mm -hmm. it, people stretch it. Or I've seen where people have said, oh, I had this and I really wanted one. And it's like, I, I get that. Like there are cravings, right? Yeah. This isn't not having compassion for, for folks who have cravings. This is, we need to change our habits and our patterns. Mm -hmm. And like you said, if you're still committed to old habits and old patterns mm -hmm. and living the way that you used to live, you're, you're not going to get the results that you get, want. No, you're not going to get the results that you, that you hope for. If you don't drastically change your, ha your habits, you're just not. I mean, I just, I can't find, I haven't found, you know, in doing this for five, almost six years now, it doesn't work. I've not had a single client who has been able to, you know, eat the same things they always ate before surgery and be successful. They're, they're going to regain or their health is going to be so atrocious that they're going to continue to have medical problems. You know, and it's like, you know, I use myself as an example. I am not on a single medication because I'm healthy. Yeah. You know, and it, it's like, you know, I'm 56 years old and the only person I know personally, personally know in my realm that's not on medication. Yo, I have something funny to say about this because I was at the gym mm -hmm. <laughs> last week, <laughs> earlier this week. And I just told you before we were recording, I have a yeah. new trainer and he's, yeah. he's 19. Yeah. <laughs> Bless his heart. <laughs> but here's the thing, here's the thing. We were trying to figure out my max heart rate mm -hmm. like for working out. And he's like, what's your resting heart rate? And I'm like, mm, 55. And he was like, no, no, no. Like when you're not doing anything. And I was like, 55. And he was like, what? That's low. Like that's yeah. really low. And so my, it, it's a range. And I mm -hmm. said, but here's the thing. And I figure this was going to come up at some yeah. point. When I was in grad school, when I was graduating, my dad could not come to my master's graduation because he was getting an emergency quintuple bypass. Yeah. My dad was a type two diabetic. He was on blood pressure meds, cholesterol meds, and exercise was not a thing in our family. Right. And so I feel like, again, for me, and, and everybody who's listening, if you have, whether a family history or not, these, a lot of these things come from quote unquote, 
lifestyle right choices right what we put in our body we those are choices mm -hmm. yeah exactly and, and my range yeah. is what it is because mm -hmm. of my choices right and I did have the surgery mm -hmm. and I've made lifestyle right. choices. lifestyle choices right healthy choices you know it's like you know people get caught in reading the front of a food label but they never flip it over you know and I, I swear that that's probably gonna be an episode that I do by myself is is one just talking about the misguided food industry <laughs> oh yeah uh, you know and it's like high protein low carb no sugar or whatever it is that they slap on the front and people are like oh oh my god that's amazing I'll take that it's healthy but they never flip it over to see that it has tons of added sugar or tons of added fat or tons of chemicals and and it's like it, it you have to look at the whole picture you know case in point we were shopping I don't know a month or so ago and had walked down the freezer aisle um, I needed some like frozen peppers or something and I looked up and I'm like oh my god cauliflower pizza crust that's amazing oh yes I've looked at those nutrition labels yes and I'm like wow <clears throat> I'm like my people are gonna go crazy for these this 30 is awesome. grams of carbs this 25 is... 30 grams of carbs yeah yeah and so it's like you're thinking cauliflower is like gonna have almost no carbs oh, oh my god you guys, there are more yes. carbs yes. in this than some of the pizza crusts that I do that are like the flat outs and yep. all these others they were Terrible. They were terrible and not much fiber. But if you don't flip over. You don't flip it over, you don't know. You know. So why, again, it's this It's this whole, why would I surgically alter my body and not educate myself to put the healthiest foods possible in my body? I can go off on a tangent on protein powders, same thing. You know, and the thing that baffles my mind is that when people are presented with scientific evidence of the digestion rate of protein, I can't tell you how many times their answer is, well, my surgeon said it was okay. Or my doctor said it was okay. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. Okay, well, you know what? My job is to educate. Once you have that knowledge, you make the choice on what to do with it. I choose to never put that crap in my body, <laughs> you know, because I'm like, once I know, when I know if I'm still doing it, that's just, that's crazy. Why would I do that? So, you know, guys, this is an education journey. You know, you have to learn how to eat healthy and then you have to take action. You have to take action to change those things. You know, we can stamp our feet and, you know, hide behind whatever, you know, well, I'm not gonna do that because of this, or I'm not gonna do that because of this, or I don't like that, or I don't like this, and then find something that you do like. But that, know? but that, piece and I don't remember the term for it because there is a psychological mm -hmm. term for mm -hmm. it. I'm sure there is. Yeah. Um, especially when presented with scientific evidence, previous scientific mm -hmm. evidence may supersede. I, for, I forget mm -hmm. the psychological term, right. but there's almost this permission of, I don't want to do the thing that is perceived as more difficult. Mm -hmm. And so because my my surgeon, my doctor, whatever, mm -hmm. said it was okay, even if, you know... They're wrong. <laughs> even if they don't yeah. have nutrition right. education, right. it's almost like a free skate. Right. Well, and it's like, you know... Like, I'll do it... Well, Dr. D at, at Beltline. So, um, one of the surgeons at Beltline Health who worked with Dr. Proctor had posted something about a, a, a drink that he was promoting. 
And I'm like, oh, that's like the wrong kind of protein for bariatric patients. And so I reached out to him, I'm like, hey, <laughs> just wanna touch base with you on this because you know, here's this protein that you were talking about and I don't know if you know, but it's really not the healthiest for us and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh my gosh. So he went and like did his own research. Yeah. And, he's, and then he posted back, he's like, oh my God, you're totally right, I'm so sorry. And then he said, I did some research and I found out that this, the type of protein that I was promoting is not the best for bariatric patients. You know, we need to be having this kind of protein because it doesn't break down, you know, blah, blah, blah. So it's like, you know, when you take the information, you either take it and run with it and learn from it or you ignore it because you don't like what it says, you know? Yep. And, it, and it's like, that's fine. That's your choice. But it, again, it's one of those things. It's like, oh, just listen, guys, you know? Yeah, we're here to educate. <laughs> we want to help you. So, okay. Um, anchoring bias. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. That's it's what it's a called. psychological yeah. bias because yeah. there's a tendency to be overly influenced by the first piece of information mm -hmm. that we hear. Yeah. And therefore, um, even if there's new information, mm -hmm. that anchoring bias goes back to the first piece of information. Well, so it, psycho psychological biases right. are actually in in life and other places so mm -hmm. it's not just this but mm -hmm. that's a great example yeah. of how um psychological biases can impact absolutely our inability to move forward to move until forward. Yeah. somebody has um an experience and it's oh why am i not losing weight huh? yeah. and then it may be oh hey could be these things that you're eating and then if and when they change then that's when the epiphany occurs, but sometimes that behavior right. change needs to take place. Yeah, I mean, because guys, surgeons aren't nutritionists. They, they don't, they're not experts in nutrition. They, you know, present information that, you know, is given to them in this little teeny tiny spoonful of nutrition glasses that they have, you know, and it's like I've told, you know, some of my patients before, is like, you know, go ask your, your doctor to, you know, if he said to drink this, great, but go say, okay, but if, you know, how long does it take my body to break down this protein? You know, can you tell me that? Well, <laughs> I can, <laughs> you, right. know, you know, because I've done the research and I've educated myself on that. So I've, I've done the scientific research. So anyways, okay. So what's, what's one of your pet peeve things? Um, or say it louder yeah, for the people in the yeah. back of the room. Yeah. Um, oh goodness. I think, um, what got you here won't get you there. Yes. And I think um, I'm going to break that down because as we've been talking, okay, I'm in a different place personally as I was a couple years ago. Um, and I think that the evolution of everyone's journey is going to unfold differently, right? right? So let's, let's go back to the idea of processed food. So let's say that somebody prior to surgery is living 100% fast food, 100% mm -hmm, processed mm -hmm, foods. Mm -hmm. And so after surgery, there is a lot of processed with regards to like protein powders, right, protein, right. Um, protein drinks and things like that. And then <clears throat> it could be that this individual, you know, this made up individual takes two years before they're really trying fresh foods and, mm -hmm. and they could use, oh, well, you don't understand. I have a crazy schedule. You don't understand right. my job, da 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 da. Mm -hmm. And it could be that it takes them a while where someone else in a totally different situation may already be incorporating 
whole foods, mm-hmm. fruits and vegetables. And so they're on a different trajectory right. or a different right. place or in a different phase. And so this is important to, yes, to meet everybody where they're at, but to help them from the point that they are to grow mm-hmm. and to realize that we're not all in a same in the same place. Right. And then there are people who are struggling with urges from fast foods. There are people who go back to drinking soda or carbonation. Mm-hmm. Um, there are people who go back to um, drinking things like sweet tea. And, and to reference my episode with Dr. Eric, he talked about somebody who went back to drinking sweet tea and mm-hmm. regained her weight. So I think what got you here won't get you there. For me, it means all of the growth that got you here to surgery, to have the surgery, although there were also struggles too, right? Because what got us here may not have been the healthiest behavior. Right. So to get us to lose the weight, to sustain weight loss, we have to be a different version of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Now, if we're post-op, what got us to this point post-op, to wherever anybody is, for you to go next level, you have to still be a different version of you. Right. You need to go next level. And for us as individuals to go to our next level, we have to grow and evolve and that's just part of life. We're yeah. always growing and changing. Right. Yep. I mean, we have to. You know, it's like if, I mean, it, and I mean, if you think about like your job, if you did what you did in the beginning of your career, it, it doesn't work now. I mean, it might, it, depending on, you know, your field, but I mean, but you still keep learning skills. You still keep changing to do your job better. Well, if 20 years about, ago, we were learning Microsoft Word. Now we're using different, right. you know, platforms and technology. Exactly. That's, that's part of the evolution. Right. It's part of the evolution. But like, you know, with anything, if you don't take the, the energy to learn how to do something different and you just keep doing what you've always done, you're not going to change. You're not going to grow. You're not going to hit you're those not. goals. You're not. You know, and which then leads me into... Stop throwing money at the wall, expecting yeah. a magic fix. Yeah, there's no Stop such thing. looking for that quick fix. There are no quick you fixes. You had surgery. That's the end. There are no more. There are, you've done it. You've done all the quick fixes. You've done all the fad diets. You've done all... Just put I don't think the I don't, work. I know you don't mean this. Right. I know that you, that's not your intention. So mm-hmm. I'm going to just say this for anybody else who's like, yeah. you know, gutted that they're like... I I didn't think surgery was a quick fix for me because I didn't think it was for me right. either. Well, no, but, but I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not the quick fix. It is the, it, this is it. I mean, we've done the most drastic thing we can do for our health. Mm-hmm. You know, we have taken the most But we have to take responsibility. We have to take responsibility. It's almost like right. I think of it as like a relay race. Right. Right? So if the surgeon was, you know, the the person carrying the baton, right? right, And they pass it to us as the patient. Mm -hmm. You know, they're like, hey, did your surgery? You know, you're up next. And we are running the rest of the relay. That's a great analogy. 
Isn't that? It is. I love that. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know where else to use it, but yeah. you know, if, if they are the ones who are, you know, passing the baton to us and we are now in charge, it is literally, and there, it's not a race because there is no, no finish not. line. It's yeah. a, you know, it's the journey, not the destination. It's a lifestyle. It's, it's a lifestyle, lifetime. right? Yeah. It's lifetime. Um, so, but it's up to us on how we're going to do the rest of the way because, mm -hmm. um, if we're going to, and there are other things that can come up, right? That that are about biology and genetics and other oh, things yeah, yeah. and all of that, for sure. you know. But we do need to take responsibility for our choices, right? Well, and it's like I, I think where it stems from, and and again, it's not everybody, but the vast majority of people who I have worked with who are keep trying all these different things. It's because they never want to put in the work just to do the basic things. They don't want to learn how to cook. They don't want to track their food. They don't want to prep their food. They don't want to do those things yeah. that, you know, research has shown. These are the things that produce successful results. Right. You know, so they don't want to change and learn a new skill that will work. So instead, they're looking for that quick fix that doesn't require them to put in as much effort. I do want to say, <clears throat> so I do agree with what you're saying. Mm -hmm. However, I also just want to look at some of the psychological blocks. Yeah. Because with tracking, if you have somebody who is a lifelong dieter, there may be a trigger to tracking because they're still associating it with diet mentality. Right. So... A lot of times, that's where I go, it's just data. data. You need to know what's going in. Mm -hmm. This is not where we are measuring, you know, a tablespoon of sour cream mm -hmm. or this or right. that. Because for a lot of people who were on a point system or who were um, seeing food in relation to a diet mentality, it can be very triggering. Oh, absolutely. What yeah. is important, though, is that we start to work on the psychological changes with that for them to understand that this is for health. However, mm -hmm. those same individuals might still be fighting with the scale, which is why they're throwing an money at the wall, mm -hmm. is they're still fighting the fight within themselves and within their body. So there's this, mm -hmm. like, this hatred and there's this whole dynamic of I hate you body why can't you just do what I want you to and then they're off eating Doritos or God knows what and then they're like oh body I hate you so there's like this whole dynamic I know I'm probably mm -hmm. tangenting no, but that's okay. no. I think that that's also part of this okay I'm ready mm -hmm. I'm committing and they commit with their wallet Mm -hmm. And then there may even be this, oh crap, what did I do? Mm -hmm. Because then when it's time to go out for drinks with the girls or appetizers or, um, you know, vacation, vacation or, or dinner or here or there, they really struggle because they haven't actually made an internal commitment. Mm -hmm. They've made an external commitment or a financial commitment, but they're not ready to for that inner truth to be honoring of themselves. Mm -hmm. um, and again, I don't know how else to say this, but it's like that come to Jesus moment mm -hmm. where they're in 
alignment or an integrity with what they say they want. Because mm -hmm. I, I see a lot of people who are like, I want this, I really want it. Mm -hmm. But um, I was actually thinking about this on the way over today about um, how many, you know, when we think about lifestyle change and habits, I think there's a lot of folks that want the results. Mm -hmm. But it's like, who do you have to be? What type of person engages in XYZ behaviors mm -hmm. in order for you to get to where you want to be, for them to get to where they want to be? Mm -hmm. Who do they have to be? And that may not be lining up. Right. And so the money commitment, the financial commitment of, okay, I'm going to get coached or I'm going to sign up for meal plans mm -hmm. and I'm going to do this and then it falls short mm -hmm. because they haven't actually visualized or seen themselves mm -hmm. doing the things that they would need to do to make it successful. To make it successful. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I get it. I mean, it's... It's out of alignment. Out of it's out of alignment, you know, in it, which is putting in the work. Right. Putting in the work to make it work. You have to work to make it work. You know, I've said it before. The only place success comes before work is in the dictionary. I like that. You know, I mean, you've got to put in the work to see the results. So, got to change the behaviors to get the outcome you want. So, unless you're willing to put in the work, it's, you're, it's, you may see temporary results. But that long-term, sustainable... So, I think that's the other thing is, <clears throat> also psych going back psychologically... What are different people's relationship with the work? Because if they have created the work as this really awful, difficult thing, it's going to feel hard like before they've even done it. Mm -hmm. And so they've worked up this horror story in their heads of, oh my gosh, it's going to be so hard. It's going to be just so difficult. It's going to take so much time. And mm -hmm. I... That is not, for, for me, it's not difficult mm -hmm. because of the way that I've broken it down. Right. But I don't expect people to be me, mm -mm. At, you know, no. or you or no. anything. Right. But, I, but if I'm, you don't start somewhere. If you don't start somewhere, yeah. You're never going to make any progress. So you got to start somewhere. So pick the one thing that you know, you know, from <laughs> what everybody's teaching you is going to help. And, you know, if it's tracking. So, I mean, going back to tracking. The very first question I ask anybody who comes to me for help is, well, can you tell me what your cal caloric intake is? Can you tell me how many grams of proteins, carbs, and fats? Like, are, are, can you pull up your tracking? Because that's data I like, what need. what are you eating? Yeah. I need that data. Right. And just telling me, oh, well, I'm getting about so many grams of protein a day and I'm not tracking. And that's, I, guys... <laughs> You know, and, and I, one of my admins, and she, she knows exactly who it is, and I, I don't know if she listens to the podcast, but she's been with me since the very beginning. She actually took my very first bariatric basics class. She argued with me about tracking. She said, I don't need to track. I don't need to track because I know exactly I, I what track. I'm taking in. I track. I know. And it's like, because it's I, I know exactly what I'm taking. And I'm like, would you just, for, for one week in this class, just one week, please just do it. When the week was over, she was like, Patricia, I'm so sorry. She goes, I was so wrong. <laughs> she had no idea what she was taking in because she didn't have the tracking to tell her. 
She just assumed that she was getting what she thought she was getting. But her macros were all over the map. And it's like, and it's like, well, that's why you're not losing. Mm-hmm. That's why you're regaining. Yeah, you're hitting your protein goals, but you're also getting three times more fat than you should be. Right. You know? And so it, that's where, you know, you, we've got to have that data. And it's accountability, too. You know, it's like it helps. Honestly, my tracking keeps my grocery bill down. Because oh, interesting. When I, I mean, when I track, I'm prepping, I'm planning the food that I'm going to eat. Mm-hmm. And so if I plan the food that I'm going to eat for the week and I put it in my fitness pal and I plan out my days and I just shop from the foods that I've planned, I'm not splurge buying. I'm not walking down the aisles going, oh, this looks good. Oh, this looks good. Oh, I think I'll try this. You know, I'm not, I'm staying to my my plan. Right. And my grocery bill has gone way down. And guys, you know, I'm in recipe development. So I, I typically spend more than most people would because I develop recipes for my business. But even with recipe development, my grocery list is significantly lower. Like I've had weeks where I'll spend less than $75 on groceries because I have all the seasonings already. Yeah. You know, so once you build up your, your basic pantry, I have any basic condiments I would need, you know, like mustard or whatever. I mean, I have almond flour, I have oats, I have protein powder. So I'm literally just buying fruits, vegetables, and dairy and meat. That's it. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes it's literally less than $75 for, the, for a whole week of food. Who does that anymore? I do it because I plan my food out. I know what's happening, so I'm tracking. I have a nine-year-old boy at home, so... Um... <laughs> yeah, I know. So my, my grocery bill is... <laughs> it's higher. Yeah, it's higher. But I, my... It's funny, because my tracking, a lot of times... Um, like on my fitness pal, you just like swipe, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so I'm, a lot of times I'm eating the, the same things, just depending on... Um, what I'm having, or it's so easy for me to find because I'm eating a lot of the same, same things, things over and over and yeah. over. But to to that point, I know um, pretty frequently what my macros are going to be. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, there was one day this week, um, and I'm sure people are like, oh, poor you. <laughs> but I, I didn't have enough. And so I ended up making myself like a yogurt parfait mm-hmm. like later like after dinner yeah. because I didn't you didn't eat enough that day yeah. Yeah. yeah you needed more yeah but I mean it, it all comes down to just you know what are you willing to do so if it's you know learning how to track I can help you with that you know if it's learning how to cook I can help you with that <laughs> if it's you know learning how to meal plan oh guess what I can help you with that they, I mean, there so needs to be a desire there, yeah, there has you to, have be a to be a desire yeah you have to be willing to want to to start making those changes and when yeah. people tell me they don't have time, because um, I have heard that before, like, I just don't have time. I'm like, that's an excuse. It is, it yeah. is, it takes less than five minutes. Yeah. It, like, I put recipes together um, in my fitness pal yeah. that I made just out of my head. Like, mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. one of yours. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, I had some eggs and I had some spinach and, you know, yeah. I put this together. And it takes, it's so quick. And I'm, I, I would not say that I spend, like, I'm not an expert right. on my fitness pal. Right. Like, I did not go to a class or anything. Mm. I, don't, yeah. I don't put in recipes yeah. for, for work. Um, mm. So when I put stuff in, 
so I know that that's a resistance to right. either I don't want to acknowledge what I'm eating mm -hmm. or I don't want to have to put the things in because I feel shame, blame, or guilt about it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or I don't want to have to deal with what I'm eating. Mm -hmm. um, and there can be some emotional resistance there. I oh, think that absolutely. that's a big thing. Yeah. You know, I don't want to have to deal with that or I don't want to have to address it. And then those things, though, aren't about the food. They're yeah. usually about other things. They're about other things. But, you know, because we've talked about this in other podcasts, too. But, you know, and I like to use Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. I love him. I know. Who doesn't? But, you know, I guarantee you guys, he knows exactly what's going into his body. Even if somebody you know, else preps it for him. Yeah. And, and it's like, because somebody is in charge of tracking his food to right. making sure that he's getting the required calories, the required protein, all, everything. But even on his... Uh, Cheat days. Yeah. Or whatever, yeah. you know, um, whatever they call, whatever he calls them. Mm -hmm. He knows. Oh my God. Yes. in there. You know, so <clears throat> we can choose it, it to be a you know, a diet mentality thing that we do, or we can choose it to be a, I'm doing this because I want to be the healthiest version of myself. You know, that is the mindset shift. That's the shift. That's and that's where shift. I am is I track because I want to make sure I am the healthiest person I can be. Right. You know, let, I mean, yes, I do it for the business, but I don't have to do it for myself if I didn't want to. I play games. Like, I do. How many veggies can I get in today? Yeah. I mean, exactly. It's like, I get so excited, especially, and I, I'm here lately and it's so weird. I'm like in themes. Like last week I had like spinach in like four different recipes, you know, because I got on a spinach kick and, you know, chickpeas this week, it's chickpeas. I've got chickpeas in like so many different recipes this week, you know? And so I, that's the kind of stuff I do is like, Ooh, how many ways can I do this? How many different, how many different cuisines? <laughs> like one night we oh, had yeah. Mexican, one night we had Indian, one night we had, you know, Asian. And it's like, how, you know, how can I make it all fit? So that I can eat these healthy, amazing, delicious foods and still hit my nutrition goals. You know, so I'm like, ooh, this is exciting. But also, I want to, yeah. like, just say this because there are, I know that there are people out there that that's extra. Oh, it is extra. Yeah. And, and they're, so. They're like, I don't have time for that. Yeah, yeah. I don't have time for that. Okay. And my life is so busy that that's extra. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't even. And so I think that's, it's also. How many times do you take your phone into the bathroom when you go poop? Um, every single time. Hmm. <laughs> what are you getting at? And why did you just embarrass me on the podcast? <laughs> it wasn't directed at you, but thank you for answering. It was more of a rhetorical question. Guess what, guys? That's five minutes to open up my fitness panel on your phone. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that I've tracked in the bathroom before. I don't have time. Yes, you do. <clears throat> How many times do you sit and drink your coffee in the morning and watch the news? I, I do wash my phone, though, just um, I wipe it off with the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but how many times do you... I mean, there, you can find little pockets of five minutes throughout the day to throw something into my fitness pal. But, but there, you know what? There's no reason not to. My theory is that I could take five minutes to chop an onion. Mm -hmm. I can take... Mm -hmm. Five minutes. Did you know? You probably didn't because it's um, it's way too embarrassing. But I will tell you. I... You just told us about your pooping habits. Okay, okay, so. okay. Yeah, and <laughs> I send poop in the mail and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I will do squats and dancing. You know Ariel's going to put that in. Yeah, I'm sure but... she will. Um, I do squats while I'm emptying the dishwasher. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I do like little exercise moves while I'm emptying the dishwasher. And... 
you know, doing stuff in the kitchen. Yeah. And it's... We can make room. The point so is, guys, things. if you choose that you're going to do the things that research has shown will help you be more successful, if you choose... To, to help you to be stuff, healthier. To it's help, not even about right. the weight or the right. weight loss. Just Although healthier. That's if you where, choose to do them, though... Yeah. You can find... You'll find the way. You will, you'll find the time. It's... You will create the time. And good grief. Ask us if you're really stumped. Send us a message. Give me an outline of your day. I will find the time for you. <laughs> I can work it in. Yes. We can carve it out. The stuff, like... <laughs> yeah. I'm just, like, saying. Yeah, you know, we can carve it out. Yeah. I do downward dog in between breaks, you know. Yeah, you do some stretching. Yeah, some I was on a call. Yoga. I was on a call yesterday, and my lower back was hurting. And I was like, "Hold, please!" And I moved the webcam down, and I started talking to. Um, now I can't even remember who I was talking to, but I got on the floor with a foam roller, and I was like rolling my back out. And I'm like, "Yes, keep t telling me about that." And I'm like foam rolling on the floor. That's amazing. In my office. That's so amazing. don't tell me you don't yeah. have time. You have time. Everybody has time. Yeah. We, we have time. We're just, um, um, this actually comes actually from one of our mutual clients mm. and it's actually in one of my Instagram posts mm -hmm. because, um, she plays, um, Wordle on New York Times, you know, the New yeah, York yeah, Times yeah. Wordle. She goes, so I took her quote. She says, if I have time to Wordle, I have time to trackle. <laughs> Uh, absolutely. <laughs> if you have time to wordle, you have time to trackle. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> because true. Um, that were, those were I have not gotten into that, but people have done upwards of what 20, 30 minutes to do those things. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, and yeah. if you're like me, you can't just do wordle. You have to also do quartle and all the other hurdles. Oh, no. I, I will not touch that because I will fall down the rabbit hole. Oh and my I god. Will not. I will yeah. not. I cannot. Yeah. I, I go and I choose not. Right. I'll, I'll, t I'll do like, you know, a couple days worth <clears> and then I'm like, I gotta stop. Yeah. Because I, I, I have to do them all and I'm so competitive and like a freaky puzzle person. So anyways. Okay. All right. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I think, um, do you want me to do another one? Huh? We have a couple more minutes. Okay. It's, it's yours, oh. but I'm stealing it. Okay. What? Right? What? Which is, we all have freedom of choice. Uh, we all have freedom of choice. We can choose anything. Mm -hmm. But. But, and, there is no freedom from the consequences of that choice. Yep. Or of our choices. Yep. And so I am like, BAM! Like, mm -hmm. I love that because mm -hmm. we all have choices. We have free will. Mm -hmm. And it is so amazing. Yet, similar to that uh, work and success, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Success I mean, comes before work is in the dictionary. Well, I like feel like that's choice, a bam. You yeah. know, and, and it, it's those cringeworthy moments of, you know, somebody who's a month post-op going, when can I have popcorn? You know, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you know, you can choose to do that, but the consequence is out of your hands. I, I know yeah. this. I wrote about it in mm -hmm. Release Your Regain. Mm -hmm. My 
soft food plan said that I could have purees and pâtés, mm -hmm. and I thought pâté was like, you know, like gorbled meat or something. So I stuck a cheeseburger in a blender. Like this is not the first time I've <laughs> talked about it, right? So I, you know, right. my husband said, Civic is working, right? Because I was doubled over on the couch mm -hmm. and I realized I have an issue with food. Mm -hmm. And that may be where some people need to get if they're doing these things. We, this is a process of grief, right? Mm -hmm. We will grieve food if we've used it for um, emotional needs. And that will definitely be part of our depression talk. Yes. Yeah. Is, is food grief, depression, food from depression. And there is this, when can I have it again? And right. I want to say something my surgeon told me because mm -hmm. my surgeon was a sleeve patient and he said, there, there will be days that you can get in upwards of 3,000 calories if you want to. If you want to, yep. And you will be able to graze. Mm -hmm. Because I remember asking him at the time of my surgery, because I was a, a pumpkin spice latte aficionado, mm -hmm. I have not had a pumpkin spice latte in over two years, two, three years. Wow. Because I just, I'm not interested anymore because yeah. I've changed. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Which, I cannot do pumpkin spice anything anymore. All right. Yeah. But this was nine years mm -hmm, ago mm -hmm. where he was like, yeah, you'll be able to have it again. But now it's not the taste that deters me. It's the 54 grams of sugar that I'm unwilling to put mm -hmm. in my body. Like mm -hmm. that is a mindset shift. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like if I want to, if you I, ch you chose, but that's but a I choice. Chose, but yeah. I want, what I want to educate people on is that you're, these things of, you may still have a craving or a desire mm -hmm. and you making that decision for what's best for your body mm -hmm. is a different decision from I want it, I gotta have it, like this desperate need right. to, to feed the void. Right. And if the, you know, we all to some extent have that void and that goes back to that the only way out is through. Mm -hmm. We've got to deal with that void, whatever that is. It could be trauma, depression, unfulfilled, unresolved mm -hmm. issues. Mm -hmm. Yep. Food is not going to fix it. No. Whatever the question is, food is not the answer. <laughs> There's another one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the freedom of choice, no freedom of consequence thing. Guys, it can be applied to so many things on this journey. So many things. It's not just food. It's, you know, it's exercise. It's you know, doing, you know, the, the mindset work, it's alcohol, it's, I mean, it's everything. We can apply that to everything is you have the freedom to choose whatever it is that you're going to choose, but the results of that choice really aren't, you, you don't have any control over that, you know, and it, it is what it is. And I hate that saying it is what it is, but that's exactly what it is. You know, what if I choose to eat a half pint of ice cream because I can, I could. I mean, I could eat it. I could. You know. But there's power what is it in gonna choosing do? not to. Right. Oh my God. Yeah. And, you know, while I may have that moment of, oh, you know, I really wanted it though, you know, that I'm still ultimately, one, my body's gonna feel better because I didn't have it. If I had have had it, or if I you made a healthier choice, yeah. I mean, so there, there's so many, you know, outcomes from that 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 could be positive or negative depending and on I, my choice. I think the other, the last whammy I'm gonna drop okay. here is, um, when 
making these choices, there's also this greater understanding of where is our focus? If we're focused on what we're losing, right? Mm -hmm. Pleasure, 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 right? Mm -hmm. Like what mm -hmm. else could it be? Your mm -hmm. comfort, your coping mechanism. If your focus is on what you're losing and there's a misshapen focus on what you're gaining, what you're getting. Mm -hmm. So the, the way that our brain works is like, what's in it for me? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like the brain always asks that question, even though cognitively we, that we may never ask ourselves that question, but the mm -hmm. brain is always like, what's in it for me? Mm -hmm. Like, Hey, do you want to go out tonight? The brain's like, what's in it for me? Mm -hmm. Right. Is it going to be fun? Is it going to be interesting? Right. Right. But if the person who asks you, Hey, do you want to hang out tonight? Or, Hey, do you want to go out? is not somebody that you particularly like, you're gonna be like, nah, I'm staying home, Yeah. right? So the brain is always asking, what's in it for me? What am I gonna get? Am I gonna get pleasure? Mm -hmm. Is it gonna help, you know, in some way or another? What am I getting? Mm -hmm. And so <clears throat> we are driven, we are pain averse, right? We don't want to lose things or we're loss averse. Mm -hmm. And so if the brain is focused on gonna miss out I'm gonna lose out the focus is there and so there's almost this reverse you know what they call reverse psychology mm -hmm. where we need to make healthier choices actually more exciting and more stimulating than the junk okay but when the junk or crap or whatever mm -hmm. you want to call it is more stimulating more exciting mm -hmm for your brain, you're gonna go for that every time. Well, yeah. It's instant gratification. Right. Even though the outcome, <laughs> you know, the consequence could be an upset stomach or it could be weight gain or whatever, you know. But if somebody's asking, okay, so this is mm -hmm. the only place that mm -hmm. I'm gonna offer insight for a quick fix, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> Here's your quick fix. Flip the concepts in your brain that those healthier foods are gonna do more for you, you're gonna get farther, mm -hmm. you're gonna feel better, mm -hmm. and... Do you think that the reason we have so many problems with making the healthier choices is because so many of us don't actually know what healthy feels like? So we don't have anything to connect to, to say, oh, it's going to be like this because I remember what I, how I felt then. Or Partially. maybe because the journey is, it's not, it takes so long that it feels like it's out of reach. Partially, but also we're socialized that cheaper is better. Yeah. We're socialized that faster is better. We're socialized that, well, because those foods are highly palatable and they're chemically processed. Oh, so they yeah. do, there is a, um, almost like a taste, um, I don't know what you'd call it, but that first bite, that first taste, mm -hmm, whatever, mm -hmm. and then you keep going. But when you detox off of those things, you're not craving them. So right. I feel like part of it is socialization. Mm -hmm. And what all the quote unquote cool people are doing. We also have to see that all of a lot of advertisements. <sighs> yeah, a lot of advertisements yeah. are geared towards um, 
athletes, although the athletes aren't actually eating or drinking that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so just note. Yeah. Um, and then the other piece of we may not be able to connect with what is healthy. Mm-hmm. So then the the green juices or the, you know, quinoa bowls mm-hmm. or whatever is like, ugh, only because you've also been conditioned. Mm-hmm. Your taste buds have been conditioned. Your palate has been conditioned towards the other Too stuff. highly processed. To highly processed. And then there's Chemical this... Chemical laden yeah. salt, sodium, sugar, Yeah, then you're, you're socialized. Yeah. Right. And then you also can't connect. So here's another one. Prior to surgery, I ate fast food probably... Twice a day. Oh yeah, a couple times, like several, several times. Oh, driving a week. when I used to drive to work. Yeah, I would stop by Chick Fil A every I morning. I could not tell. Like, I would not be able to tell the difference. Now, if mm-hmm. I were to go eat something, mm-hmm. I would like need a nap. Like, I, mm-hmm. I it would just weigh down my body. Mm-hmm. Would, I would just feel awful. Yeah. But that's because I've detoxed off of that. Mm-hmm. But if you're used to it, you don't tell the difference. So if you tell somebody who's used to eating that stuff two and three times a day or mm-hmm. however much, and then you say, gosh, wouldn't it be feel good to feel healthy? They can't they even can. That's what I'm saying. Because they, they, that's, what, that's kind of where I was going is like, if you've never felt it, you can't conceptualize what it's going to be like. But then they visualize right. that person who's in the gym, mm-hmm. who's um, eating healthy they conceptualize that person as being deprived. Right, right. And so there's potentially, I'm not saying that this Mm. is valid for everyone, but there's potentially the conceptualization that that individual is deprived, that therefore they will be deprived. And then if they were to, to live differently, there is the presumption potentially that they will be deprived because Mm -hmm. also the fixation is on Oh, there's that, and oh, that the cheesy, um, I don't know, cheesy sauce mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. on the whatever, whatever yeah. it is. But I think I would be grossed out by processed cheese sauce. But mm-hmm. maybe five years ago, I would have, you know, or before then, I would right. have been like, wow, that looks really good. But now I'm like, oh my gosh, highly processed cheese sauce. Like, that is disgusting. No, mm-hmm. thank you. Mm-hmm. Right. Wow. Do you see how like it's a totally how you see these things and how also the other thing I'm going to say that we won't be able to get to today, but um, people actually being in their bodies. I may have said this before. Mm-hmm. Um, if there has been uh, previous instances of trauma, people will dissociate from their bodies. Mm-hmm. And part of that process is eating can be a way to dissociate hmm. because they go somewhere else. They're not in their body. Mm-hmm. So the other thing is if you were to ask somebody, how does this feel in your body? Well, I don't know. Because they're not in their body. Right. And so you you have to get somebody in their body for them to answer that question. And if there has been trauma and they've used food as a coping mechanism and dissociated, and I do not mean mm-hmm. dissociative identity. Mm-hmm. I do not mean like what they, people call multiple personality. Mm-hmm. I'm talking like the food takes you away to another place, another land. Like it's a happy place. It's a, it's a memory that was happy. Is yeah. Right. right. So they're not physically in their body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you, it, they're not connected with what's happening. What's happening in their body. Yeah. When they're they're not listening food. to their body. No, and sometimes it's and, inhaled. Yeah. So quickly. Oh, yeah. 
That's an issue that I'm working with. So. Yeah, he eats really fast. <laughs> so we've got to slow down. That's slow where down. mindful eating comes yeah. in. Yeah. Wow. This was a big episode. So this was kind of a long one. So for those of you, yeah. <laughs> so we've, you know, we've kind of, we've kind of stretched really into this one. But you know, there again, we just wanted to talk about some of those things that we. we these tend are to, these are hard, difficult yeah. things that I think. Again, we've got to have some heart to heart on it. Some people mm. might call them tough love, but I think it's I think it's important because we need to address these things to help people grow. Because a lot of times, what people say is, and I'm working mm. on writing something about this. You know, what's wrong with me? I'm broken. It's like, mm -hmm. no, you're not broken, mm -hmm. and we don't need fixing. You're committed to a, a, pattern a pattern of behaviors that no longer serves you that may have served you way back when. But now, now we gotta change. We gotta flip the script. Change yep. the game. I say flip the script with my people all the time. Flip so, the script. Yeah. All right. How do we flip that? How do we flip that script? Yeah. Exactly. Well, gosh, guys. Okay. So thank you so much for listening. Um, if you loved our podcast, please share it with others. Um, if you have questions or comments or want to reach out to Dr. Christian or I, um, if you would like to be a guest on the podcast, um, please email us at. Um, podcast at mybariatrickitchenonline.com or you can message either one of us personally either through Facebook or Instagram, um, Instagram. Um, follow us on Instagram yeah you know share 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 you know let us know what's going on um, if you need help please 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 reach out to us you know we're here to help you know, I get three or four messages a day from people who, you know, I found you on the podcast. I have some questions. I love those guys. I love those. So, and I know Dr. Christian does too. Um, so definitely make sure that you're not doing this alone because you're not alone. You've got, you know, a support team out there. Um, you know, check us out, follow us, like us, share us. Yeah. Thank you. And we're going to talk about the tough stuff. We're not just going to. Yeah. Write. We're not going to. Yeah. We don't sugarcoat a lot. No. <laughs> I can't. I can't, I can't sugarcoat. I feel like I would be doing a disservice if I did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have to be real. I have I to be truthful. The same way. Yeah. But thank you guys, and we will uh, see you on the on the flip the side. One, on the, the next side. side. <laughs> the content included in this podcast is for information and education purposes only. It is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your surgeon, physician, or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical issue or concerns. Thanks.